Amen. 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 All right. <clears throat> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Men of God Podcast, episode seven, right? Seven. Six. six episode six, seven. Six, oh, sorry. Six. Yeah, episode six. My bad. It's been a minute, y'all, but we be back. Apologies for no podcast last week. We were all busy with school and doing our own thing, but we're back. We're going to try to keep it as consistent as possible. And uh, let's go ahead and start off. So, Teme, let's start with your topic first. And talking about what should be my stance as a Black Christian. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Um, so, I guess, like, that topic came up to me because I was thinking about, like, who are we as Christians and what do we have as Christians and where do we stand as Christians and then who am I as a black person like where do I stand as a black person and then if you put those two to two together it's like um I think we had a discussion about this of like um saying I can be a Christian and I can be an like an activist kind of thing and it's like yeah you can but like being a Christian pushes you far more than where an activist gets you to because being an activist gets you up to one point you know um having that like fulfillment here on earth but what about like beyond that like what goes beyond that so that's where like the stand of being a black christian comes in where it's like hey man look there's a freedom that i have received as a christian that i want to share with my brothers and my sisters so that we can push past beyond this space so it's like as well as me fighting for their freedom, as well as me fighting for their rights, I'm also fighting for another right, which is a right to the kingdom. Mm. Yeah, that's one hundred percent. And it's it's interesting too because I was, I was talking I was talking last night with um, with Jaya and with Danny about like uh, Black is King <clears throat> because I know that a lot of Christians aren't like really rocking with that. Um, it's, it's interesting because it, it kind of seems like if you were like against it, then you were like against black people in general, since that movie was so like integral in like, mm-hmm. and like, and it was also like, it's also super inspiring and super empowering. Like just seeing this, just this like raw blackness unfiltered on a big screen, like that, that hasn't really happened before as um, post Black Panther up until now. So I feel like a lot of people now are trying to really like find that black identity, which I mean, which I totally understand. Like, you know, we as black people haven't really been awarded our, the right to choose our own like destinies. <clears throat> so, so anything, so anything that's kind of seen as like, as like institutional, that being like the church is oftentimes frowned upon. Whereas something that's as, freeing and as like as like you know just out there but still black as black as king that's what people gravitate gravitate towards the most so i do get your point though but that's not interesting i think where there's a lot of references i'm about to pull from so you know buckle up but it it reminds me like when we're talking about like black as king and how like your stance should be and how like it's institutional and then like more is like free and like how you express yourself that takes me back to um, y'all remember y'all remember Let It Shine, when um, the Disney movie, yeah, Let It Shine the movie with Coco Jones. Yeah, 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 and when she was like, it was like very like institutional on what I forgot what his name was. His, like his father was like saying the pastor of the church 
when like she was trying to like express her like love for the church like in a different way mm-hmm. that was like that was like sort of like you know found <clears throat> upon because like a lot of things like you could have like different identities and again i feel like as just like black people and like especially like the older generation of black people they're more focused on like a one-track mind where like our generation we're starting to like try new things and like express ourselves and that's really kind of not how they see it so it's hard to really have your different like identities like again you can't the thing is you can't please everyone like that's Thanks. like that's the, that's the that's the main thing you can't you can't please everyone so like what forms of christian music are you know really like legit and bring the most like glory to god and which ones are more like lukewarm and not as you know truthful and faithful as others and that's one other discussion in itself mm-hmm. but we talked about we talked about it a lot with your stance as a black christian just like with everything happening and it's hard because as a day said we aren't given or we haven't been given really a chance to really like figure figure our thing figure things out for ourselves because they like to say like we're still like 300 years behind or we're still trying to play like catch up because you know what happened to our ancestors is a real fact like it's it's real like anyone that says oh it's it's over it's like not it's still a thing that is constant and it keeps it's proving itself time and time again that every time we think we have a voice in a say we really don't like via the nfl the nba when they try and speak up they get shot down it's like oh you can't have this you can't have this voice because you're so-and-so but when it comes down for like christians it's like how should we feel like i don't think as black people we and as christians we like just sit down and we have these talks about <clears throat> like what is meant for us as black and as christian because the black in us wants to say like be angry at the world or the angry at the country for what is done to us. But as Christians, you know, God calls us to love and forgive. And I feel like that's very hard to balance. It's like you can't, it's like two wars waging inside you because you like, you can't like love and hate at the same time. So like when it comes time to like, be like, oh, I forgive you for like all of this. That's hard for black people to say. It's like, I forgive you for like what happened and to move forward. That's what God wants us to do. But it's like, it's hard if you get my drift. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Because it's like, it's, it's it's been interesting to see this whole period, like just in time, because it's like, it's it's interesting to see people kind of conclude that being a Christian somehow makes you less black than if you practice like African, African spirituality or tarot or any kind of like other type of spirituality it's like i mean if if, if you want to get historical like the first bible was was the ethiopian bible and like and like prior to the middle east becoming like its own sectioned off um uh part part of the world it was considered a part of africa back in that time and it's honestly it's, it's this whole image of like white jesus that people oftentimes turn to it's like how can you as a black man praise a god that's white when in reality as we all know he he wasn't he was the the farthest thing from and 
And the only reason that he even looks like that in pop culture is because the people who who the people who drew him at that time look like that. Like I don't know if you like I studied art history when I was a freshman. I don't know if you ever seen or noticed, but when like when you look at the people that painted pictures of Jesus and like how they portrayed him, he looked like he looked like the painter. Like like the long nose, blue eyes, long, like his even his image in that has been like inconsistent and it's just really it's just really like interesting to see people kind of say like you know christian doesn't equal black which at the same time i can also understand because i have friends that practice like other types of spirituality that grew up in catholic school in the church and whatever but they unfortunately had experienced like some trauma in those areas so once they kind of it's, it's 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 like it's like what we were saying before so like once they got got to college or like got free or like got woke then they were turned away from anything that was like institutional that being obviously the church that, that they grew up in <clears throat> so I, I feel like it's I, I, I don't know how we as black male christians can kind of like change that narrative because we don't act in a way that's cult, that's like culturally black like you know what i'm saying like we don't we we don't call for like the the misfortune of somebody who has harmed our community instead we call for the repentance of that person and the forgiveness of that person and the love of that person whereas culturally as black people even back during the, the, the during the times of slavery it's that's been the exact opposite the exact opposite and uh yeah i'm not really sure how we can change that narrative but it'll be dope to see like in, in the future if more people start to like turn towards god i don't know how but no lord the lord works in mysterious ways so i guess we'll get a back seat to that but you also said something too that was interesting about how like we praise god differently than like other uh generations of, of black people which is totally true like I was, talking, I, I was talking I was talking to Dom about this a couple of weeks ago and he was like the way that we get Jesus now is not the way that, that they got Jesus like the way that like at, at least in the in the church that he went to you had to like sit at the altar like for hours until the Holy Spirit just kind of came on you whereas with us it's totally different because now we're just now like we each have had our own experiences with with god and with jesus that have like informed it in our hearts that he's that like that he's real and that he's alive and that he exists and but that's entirely countercultural to what has been in place even when you think about music like I, I, like um evan and eris like they don't yeah like they don't sound like freaking like Fred Hammond or like Kirk Franklin or like any of the or like or like any of the other like they sound like Bryson Tiller and like Summer Walker but but then it goes back to the thing it's like just because they sound like that or worship like that does that make their cause or make their art any less like like any less Christian or any less spiritual and that's where the gap between like the generations is because like the older generation in the church especially black churches will just be like Mm-mm, no shut it down this is the way we worship this is the way we sing this is the way we do this it's concrete 
it's like their method is if it's not broken why fix it all right mm -hmm. and the thing about that is there's like there's a quote that i love is like things that um things that don't change go extinct so what do you say so if you can't What's adapt up? you can't survive that's how it is yeah it's like you can't like adapting is adapting is all about it and it's like I, you can't keep forcing this you can't keep putting your like foot down on the younger generation's neck and saying you can't do this because it's like times are changing and it's like you have to you have to change along like with it as you said just because they're just because the music sounds like a music of pop culture doesn't mean it's following in that footsteps it can be its own like comparing you don't have to do that you don't have to do that at all and then, like, what do you call nah, it? and oh, go ahead, yo. oh, no, you got it, we got uh, it. And then, like, yeah, overall, like, um, because when you were talking about earlier about how, um, people think that Christians anti-black, because I think I said this like a couple, a couple episodes ago about how, like, um, people had the slave message use Christianity to, um, suppress the slaves and everything like that. So people have been a very like, um, adamant about the past and how different religions have suppressed them in certain ways over the past 400 years. So. It's, don't want anything that's in the way of suppressing themselves but of course like it's kind of like um kind of productive because like you see Martin Luther King who's one of the biggest um, um activists we know is that he was himself was a Christian um you know uh, and a pastor mm -hmm. so it's like saying of course like being an activist and a Christian it, it can go hand in hand really because like as long as you're not letting it get overcome your original uh of course being a Christian like you're not letting it being an activist be your god you know what I'm saying or being your idol but of course it can come hand in hand it should stop you from fighting for what you want to fight for at the same time so like mm -hmm. and plus when it comes to like the old head christians you know I'm mean, like um haitians for example are like that they're very judgmental of like any new people and how they act because they're so used to being stuck in their own ways that's why they push other christians away and that mindset is even more counterproductive because like if you can't adapt to how things are changing around you you can't accept more people that's going to be different from how you were in the past so that's kind of how everything kind of works out unfortunately Speaking of exactly. activists, um, you see that people in the Bible, like the prophets, they were actually big activists. Because um, if you see someone like um, Jeremiah, for example, or someone like Moses, like you had someone, I'm just going to speak with Jeremiah now. You had like Jeremiah when God was like, I'm going to punish these people for like, because they had like been messing up all the time, they've been doing wrong. Jeremiah literally cried in their behalf and he was like fighting for the people. He was like, Lord, these are my people. Like, can't you just like like punish the people who led them into this place? Like, can't you just punish them alone? So you can see like um being being someone who fights for the people goes hand in hand with being a Christian because it's like, alright, I can make my, my petition known to God. You know that kind of thing, whereas like God, can you see my people? Um kind of thing um yeah are you doing out your voice on purpose i'm sorry i know it's gonna all what happened to my voice you're like up here you, you sound like a chipmunk bro like michael I thought they were trolling at first. Right, I, was, like, <laughs> you know, I started to eye. 
<laughs> That's why I, I had to think for a moment. I was like, okay. What's wrong with you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do feel that, though. Um, and the interesting thing now is that the church can't just say because God said so anymore. Like, I don't know if any of y'all, like, kind of grew up in church. I kind of did. Um, like, I went Sunday service and... Oh, <laughs> yeah. But, like... But, like, oftentimes when, when people have the hard-hitting questions, like, about, like, you know, music or, or like, homosexuality or, like, sex or whatever, the church just says, don't do it, or like, otherwise God will, like, hurt you or whatever. Or they, or they just say, because God said so. But but nowadays people need like, like actual answers because like you said john like the world's changing and christianity can't stay the way that it is and not evolve and not evolve with the times not saying that the message in the gospel is overrated because it is overrated and out of touch because it's not but the way in which we present it needs to change because because what worked in one season is going to is going to work in the other that's that's putting God in a box and like we, and like we as Christians can't, can't be doing that really. Like at all. Yes, sir. All right. So are we going to tie this in with the next topic? Yeah. Can you change your voice, please? <laughs> <laughs> what's wrong with my, what's, what's wrong with my, my voice? You keep talking like, can we go to the next topic, please? Like, you're talking like me. It's ASMR, man. I hate you. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, don't do They didn't ask for that. All right, y'all. We, we, all right, y'all. Um, we're, we're looking for a new host now. Timmy's off the podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we're holding the next Saturday. <laughs> Look, maybe it's, maybe it's the pop filter that makes my voice sound like that. What? The what filter? <laughs> he, said, he said the pop filter is mic oh. filter. Man, that's some cat. You know you just do it on purpose. Man's got a pop filter and thinks he's the next sound. How 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 about now? Yeah, it's better. Yeah, you see, I told you it's the, it's the pop filter. Anyway, yeah, we can we can move on to the next topic about. Let's talk about cancel culture, and how stupid it is. <laughs> John, what's up? Talk talk to All us. Right. So, like, I I thought it was something because like, you know I'd be on like I'd be just going through TikTok sometimes, right? And um. This is dude, like he would just do these face with this random face. He'll go like smile and then just resting face, right? To like different situations, right? And then like I guess one of the videos, like it was some guy, and then like he randomly changes to like a dress or something like that. So then he went to his resting face. So I guess people were just mad mm-hmm. about it, and they're like, "Bro, you're being homophobic." Da, da, da. And then some people was like, "But he's not even saying words." But it's that whole type argument. So they all like mass reported his accounts, and then got like four of his accounts banned off the off the off the site for no reason and i'm like this, 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 this all over facial expressions that keep that in mind right and then to make things worse you find that they made an article about him on new york times again facial expressions no worries facial expressions i'm like yo y'all taking this way too far over some dude making facial expressions because y'all feeling butthurt it's, it's, it's about it to mind it's like yo y'all 
um the, the community, I guess they call them the alt community on that app. It's like they they just, like take things too far. Anytime someone doesn't agree with them on a certain subject, they feel like, oh, we gotta cancel you. And it's like it's gone to the point where it's like now you just you're not even doing it for the right reasons. It's fine. You're just doing it because you're mad because <laughs> you're clear butthurt about something. So it's like it's got a little too far at this point. Y'all just cancel people just feel like they don't agree with you, not because they're really doing anything wrong. So yeah, that's just how it is. I don't. I don't like. I get. I get people that are harmful being removed from power, mm. and like people that are spreading like false narrative and whatever being removed from power. Like, I, I get that. But what is cancel culture like actually helped with? As, aside from like our, aside from like from like R. Kelly, like who's been? I feel like there's a. I feel like there's a very thin line between cancel culture and holding people accountable. Like, I feel like somewhere the, that line gets blurred because, and like, you know, rule number one about cancel culture, don't mess with K-pop stands. They're terrifying. I've Bro, seen K-pop, them work. K-pop it, Twitter it's, is it's something scary. else. It's, oh, it's scary. <laughs> it's scary. But, um, yeah, there's a very thin line between, um, between like, so, all right. So there's like, most people use cancel culture. So say like, if you know, we all like we all know what's happened like you know some some person in college you are you already know who they are they were like on snapchat or something saying that um saying the n-word and right. you you all know they can't and you all know they mm-hmm. can't say it so what generally happens is someone someone records that somehow it gets into the hands of face um twitter somehow it gets into the hands of like k-pop stands and black twitter and when those two work together anything is possible like and anything is possible when those guys yeah. work together. So, would you think that's cancel culture, or do you think that's holding someone accountable for what they did? Because like we're talking about, we're talking about like the result is you know like there are people are sending emails to like the school, the dean, and everything, trying to get them like like out of like college because of what the ha- like happened. So is that accountability, or is that going too far as into cancel culture? I mean, that's kind of I don't think. In my, well, it depends, cause like yeah. really, it depends on the person's like if the person's old enough to know, like bro, you shouldn't even be saying that, bro. You just mean blatantly racist, and yeah, whatever you you get what you get, bro. Honestly, like if you like what 16, 17, you know full well you're not supposed to be saying that, bro. And you're recording it, like nice. not th- that's on you. You know what I'm saying? You should you should know better. But if it's like somebody they like years back and they could have easily changed. I mean, I, I'm like, eh, it's like, are we really going to finish this? Just like two years ago, a year ago, it's like, all right, it's recent, bro. So, I mean, you're probably still the same person. But like, if it's like 10, 15, depending, depending on what they did, of course. Yeah, depending it, on what they did. But. I mean, if it's like, because you, you have the whole thing with like, you have the whole thing with Kevin Hart and before the award show. That was like, mm. Yeah, when, when, when all that came out, like, I feel like that, I feel like that was going a little bit too far. Because you know it was like that was years ago. Like right. people, I I've I've the opinion that people can change, but it's like you you have to show something that you change. It's like you can't just be like hiding in like the like dark, and then like when all of this like comes out, it's like oh I've changed, I've done all of this, and it's like all right. So what were you doing until this actually came out, and what were you doing in like the past? So that I can say is candlecult. I mean, it's like it's not all right, but I feel like people people somehow mistake holding people accountable for canceling them because underneath those posts it's like oh cancel culture has gone too far why are you ruining this person's this young per and you it's like you know how it goes and it it goes into this ties in with how much leniency 
it shows how much leniency like one like one favors the other because it's like if it was like some it was like a white kid and it'll be like oh you know little like jimmy was like 14 at the time he can change and then you have like trey who's like did this like did like probably something like less at 14 and they're like oh needs to like there needs to be a lesson so that he knows what not to do it again i feel like there's also a leniency with holding people accountable and cancel culture depending on who it is yes I agree. there is totally I agree. I there is totally because on the same like case law, there's pedophiles in there they're not canceling them i'm like yo yeah 100 who you want to cancel if that's, it, if that's the case if that's the case Netflix should be canceled What's that thing that's been going on? Because I, uh, no. I keep seeing people talk about it. What is that? We'll talk after. I'll let you know after. I'll let you know when we're done. All right, all right. But um, but, but his thing about holding people accountable, I'm 100% for it. But I don't think we should be, like, advocating for their consequence as well. Like, like if somebody does, yeah. if somebody does something bad, yeah, we should... Like it, like like what you said. If a student like says the M word or something and puts it on Snapchat, yeah, we should of course bring that to the to the school and like bring that to the people who are in charge of that person and like accountable for that for that person. But we shouldn't be saying like you know you you know you deserve to get kicked out. You deserve this. You deserve that. Again, de- depending on the on the severity. If there's like a pedophile running running uh nickelodeon or disney then yeah of course like like advocate for him to be take, taken out of his, his position mm-hmm. but if it's like but if it's a kid who's in college or who's in high school rather who you know just just wanted to be edgy and say like oh, I'm seeing the other, like <laughs> then uh then then you shouldn't be like you know let's ruin this kid's like entire future pretty much right because you can't come back from that right Cause there's a difference between like the kid that just says it like with the hard R and saying it to be racist, and the guy that's saying it like, oh, because it's a black face, let him say it. And you just call him saying it one day. Like you know, it's really difference between those two type of things, you know. So it's like ah, some there is. Some it's not that people be using it with the hard R. Oh yeah, with the they hard do. R, I'm like yeah. <laughs> and if you use it with and if you use it with the hard R, you you just might end up in the ER. That's all I'm trying to say. <laughs> hard R and end up in the ER. That's a bar, actually. That's like a little Wayne bar. I'm, I'm gonna need yeah, to like you know bar. credit like the that one. <laughs> he said yes, copy, copy, copyrighted. <laughs> uh, like there's one thing to hold people accountable, and another thing to make a final judgment for All people. Right, <laughs> oh, but nail, <Neo>, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, just just let it be, man. Let it be. Alright, alright, Speak your pace. I mean, speak your I'm piece. I'm your pace. Okay. Um, yeah. So it's like there's one thing to um, hold people accountable, and another thing to make final judgment. And then when people take cancel culture too far, is when they make a final judgment on certain people, and like they don't even confront these people up front, and then they just like say it as it is and um this kind of reminded me of the like this kv song i was listening to and then i think at the end it was like this lady that was speaking and then she was like that race isn't a thing that she has like an argument that race isn't a thing and um that um it's like there's ethnicity 
So it's like when a group of people are in a certain space and then they begin to behave a certain way. So when you generalize um, something like race, it's like, what about these people who are in, in this different place? And then we see an evidence of that happening somewhere like Africa, where it's like you have majority of the people there black, but yet there's still like this like segregation between each person because of they spend like all this time together. So it's like, if I was to make a final judgment now, it's like, I can't really do much of a final judgment on those people. I can't really cancel like someone who's not from, from like, let's say someone who's Ghanaian. I can't make a final judgment on them because like we didn't grow up with the same thing. We didn't have like the same judgment or the same like upbringing. So like we have like some differences in either since so it's like there's still room for differences. So it's like, I guess getting into conversation, like understanding where those places are and really bringing those places into light. So like before making like the final judgment to like cancel someone like, like it's kind of like what the Bible says, right? If you have something with your brother, right? Go up to him first. And then after you go up to him and he doesn't agree, then you bring witnesses as well to say, hey man, look, look at this guy, man. This guy's is wild enough, bro. And then if he still doesn't agree, okay? You held your peace, but like, don't make that final judgment um, upon the person. Cause like, look at how many people's lives have been ruined because of like the whole cancel culture thing where someone did something, you know, like a mistake. And then it's like their whole life is just downhill, probably going to drug addiction, probably get some tattoos because um, they have been canceled and people have decided to make that final judgment upon them. I just afford a tattoo. Leaving yeah. those, leaving those space. It's like when it when it gets to that space, it's like leaving no space for repentance. You know? Because like they didn't get like a chance to repent. So it's like like you know what I mean I mean blatantly, like you, you want a camera just just it's it's the AC four K you just being straight racist, bro. I don't know what to tell you. You got the whole the L that you're gonna receive. <laughs> like cause some things you can't let slide, in my opinion. Um, Johnny spit my. He put shoe gum on my shoe, in like you know the third grade. That's like, that's like, all, all right, like that's, those that's ones. Not, those ones became different, not, man. It's like that's not. Like that's not. I mean, maybe outworthy, but that's not. You know, like you're losing your job over that. But it's like the things that I've seen people getting, and it depends. Cause see, no, no. All right, here, all right. Here's a good thing. That entire thing we we're talking about. Which um which artist had beef a couple a couple days ago? I mean a couple weeks ago. It was um and was it like that? it was when that dude was making that that song in response to like I forgot what it was. You're talking about you talking about uh, No Name and J Cole? Yeah, like that. Oh, like man. what J Cole like what J was J, what J Cole was getting canceled for? Like stuff like that. That's petty. That's extremely petty. Like, if you find cancer for artists for like having like having their opinion on something or having something that isn't like you know the unanimous opinion, which is going back to like the older generation of hierarchies, because like the older generation and you know so-called like woke Twitter now, like they'll be the first. Like Boondocks is coming on Netflix. Like Boondocks is coming on is Netflix. It? Is, is, is it actually? Twitter's about to be annoying when that comes out. Hey, is it on Netflix? 
Yo, Think Peace Twitter is going to be unbearable. Unbearable. Like they're, they're gonna they're gonna be saying like they're gonna be nitpicking different things and people like that trying to cancel shows because Dude. of that trying to cancel people. That's the stuff, that's the stuff that like literally makes people blur the lines between holding people accountable and holding and like you know the whole cancel culture because. Everything is in everything is you know how like the phrase you know one good apple spoils the bunch is like if a if a lot of people use one bad apple I just said one good apple one bad apple spoils the bunch so if you use you know cancel culture as like terms for like accountability then those two start to get meshed with each other and then we don't know like which is which anymore which I think that's exactly happened and Temi's right because it's like the whole thing is only God can judge only only God can judge. But people also have to like be remind themselves that there is consequences with the words that you speak. Like when you speak something into existence, like that's why people say, you know, never, never speak ill of yourself, like in any way, or speak something into existence, because it, it like something will, something will happen. And if like you're, if you're like on, you know, on Snapchat or you get a call on camera, hey, look what happened to homeboy Papa John's. Look what happened to him. <laughs> Look what happened to Papa John's. He at the well. I mean, he he did say the M word in a, in a corporate meeting. Like a corporate meeting, bro. Like, oh, come on now. Like, no, Josh. But like, it, it's context. Like, you're a pizza company. At, yeah. At at what point are you talking about the M word in a in a corporate meeting about pizza? I mean, that could be the. I mean, that could literally be like the same thing as like anywhere. It's like. It's like it, it's like there is no context <laughs> for you. Hold on, you're with Johnson. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. You're talking, talking about burnt pizza. I said, them, them niggas love pizza. That's what you said in the meeting. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's just what oh, I thought I thought the context was if you're talking about burnt pizza, burnt. and then you're talking because you're burnt. Well, it's like that's the you know, the thing is like a lot of people under Twitter the comments they like to say what was the context for the N word? There is no context. Like if you if you are ever like the complete opposite pigment of like the rainbow, you can't you you just can't say it. I'm sorry. <laughs> like, I, 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 I'm sorry. It's like there is no context for you to utter out that word. Whether you're a teacher, lawyer, the president, yo another time yeah but it's like but, it's like there really is no context for that yeah and it's it's, it's 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 interesting when you talk about context too because in terms of the boondocks which i didn't know was coming on netflix but that's like so dark yeah thanks for that but um <clears throat> i'm gonna watch that tonight but it's like the whole thing about context because when you look at the boondocks they have a lot of like hot topics in their show like when like when Riley was calling people gay, or like when that's, um, that's gonna piss a lot of people. Yo, people, I can't wait to see Twitter. Oh, I'm sorry, they're gonna, ah, they're gonna yeah. be annoying as hell. Yeah, or like the the R. Kelly episode, like like the look. But but those were all within the rightful context because they were criticizing people who who like allow for those things to happen. You had the you had the episode of the teacher wanting to say the N word because Riley was saying the N word. He said, "Can I get a fry?" They call, 
He calls me. He calls. He calls me, and he calls himself. It. He calls him stupid. I can't wait for Twitter for that because you saw what you saw. You saw how Think Peace Twitter was taking on Avatar when Avatar and Legend of Korra got on there. For they, were, they were picking that show apart. For they what? What were you picking apart they for? Having, they were having thought. They were having like talks about Azula and how like like um, her mentality. And it's just like it's uh, I, again. Bro, I'll they overanalyze the smallest things. I'm like, bro, it's a kid show at the end of the day, bro. <laughs> like, give me. Anyway, anyway, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you all these things after if we're done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but that's good though. I think that, I think that's what, to, to wrap it up. We can all agree that like <clears throat> accountability isn't wrong, but it's wait, like wait. what's um what? Oh, um, let's let's like understand what accountability is, right? So, who are you holding accountable? Like, that's a question for everyone. Who are you holding accountable, and like, how do you hold someone accountable? And I mean, like, if you're counseling someone, yeah. how do you do that? It's weird because when it's something like that, the first thing, the first people that they try to hold accountable is, well, first the person. And then if it's not the person, then it's the parents. And it's like, whenever it's like, whenever it's like, whenever I hear it's like, oh, like, did your parents raise you to do this? Or did, where were your parents? It's like, look, I was, it's, you can, you can be raised by the best parents ever and still do some messed up crap. Like just because your parents raise you to be the best does not mean other people can influence how you act, what you do, what you watch, how you behave outside. Cause when you're an adult, you have like the rest when no, I'm not saying when you're an adult. When you get to like 16 or 17, you're you're spending more time i want to say outside your house than you are with your parents so it's like your parents i'd say raise you like i'm not like they continue to raise you until you're like you know 18 because once you're like 18 or 20 you're an adult but i'd say like the time from like from like being an infant to i'd say like around like 15 or 16 is that time where it's like okay that's when like the balance starts to shift because like they raise you okay like their job isn't done they still provide like you know schooling food like shelter educate like everything else but when it like your mentality and how you see things that's when you start to go your own way in my opinion so your parents can do a great job doing that but once you get to like that age when you can start like thinking for yourself and you get to see the world like through your own eyes and you know not being like sheltered if you all and if you and you truly get to start making your decisions based off the people that you're around because your parents don't know who you're around like mm-hmm. i mean unless 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 your parents will call you and say i need this person's number whenever you're going out or this this that and the third then that then it's fine but like after that it's like they really don't know because you start to go out with people you're in school with them you ride the bus you can go to like different areas by yourself with your friends you can go to the mall that's like there's so many places that you start to develop your own mentality and your own ideas and like they aren't there. So it's like when you're holding someone accountable, you're, you're pretty much pointing out at, at the person, right? So like the audience is the person. 
so like with cancel culture for example so like um if i shoot like a like a text that like j cole like at j cole hey man look something 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 is that accountability on like um cancel culture where it's like hey look at what j cole did or something like that like is that what like the difference is between like the accountability and cancel culture i mean think about it like biblically too like how in small group we have like accountability partners mm-hmm. which which like <clears throat> which like when you break it down it's like when you mess up and then either fall into temptation you know sin or whatever that's that's the person that you call like yo man i messed up or they notice it and then they call you saying like yo like you messed up that wasn't right but it's okay here's how you get back on track like pray for you whatever 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 that's my idea of holding someone accountable is just like trying to get them back on the right path if they if they're if they did something that was either offensive or outlandish or whatever i'm like yo that was, that's not cool here's why like and then them changing or them receiving it is dependent on them entirely i can't force somebody to change but i can at least introduce why they were wrong see and then in a per and in a perfect world that's how that's how it make that's how it makes sense right. but for like in in this world that we're in and again like we're it's all again this goes back to this goes back to teme's um topic on like your your identity because what is your identity if someone slides into your if someone slides into your dms and just straight up says oh i don't like this n-word hard art n-word are this is this this that this that and the third it's like as a as a like an african-american are you going to a do this or b you know pray for them do all this it's about your mental state in that instance because i told you um we were talking about this a couple weeks ago like miles garrett the defensive end for the cleveland browns he was he was literally exposing he was exposing dms left and right after like he because like i think he made like some decision that nfl fans weren't happy with and they know how like nfl fans are like you know we think of you as entertainment like you're not your own like individual like person so he was just basically like like he was like exposing dms like left and right on twitter a couple weeks ago and like black people were saying oh yeah go do like do this do this that and the third like find out this person's like who they are and it's and it's like the balance it's like as black people it's like we're it's like we're tired it's like it's like uh, at what and it's like you know as again god calls us to love but at what point do we have enough as because again it's like we're christian first always but you know it still hurts our it's still like it still hurts so at what point is it like you know like how much can we take as being both in terms of cancel culture or accountability um, yeah i mean i feel like being considered mean that you gotta be like a, a punching bag bro like i i, I never really agree with that stance i know that they say like turn the other cheek and everything and of course like you gotta be able to pick and choose your battles of course you don't gotta fight against everything you don't gotta sit down and take everything at the same time you know what i'm saying pick you gotta pick and choose your battles wisely at, at that and i feel like um like i don't, I don't know about dogs people but I, that might be taking it too far but like i'll call you off i gotta call you out like you know what i'm saying like i used to the n-word and be like hey yo watch your mouth you know what i'm saying but i'm not gonna like swing on you automatically 
Actually, never mind. I'll change that back. I might swing on you. But, <laughs> I'm like, depends. Depends, on, depends on how you're saying it. But, like, it really is just like you got to pick and choose your battles. That's how I see it. You know, I, I'm not going to sit here and just be a, a punchy bag because I'm a Christian. Like, I don't know. Just because I read the Bible, don't mean these hands ain't ready for, no, for nobody. That's all it is. That's all it is. Uh, try G. Uh, he said, try Jesus, not me. Try Jesus. Not me, cause I throw hands. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like, can can you see? Like, I'll 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 reach out to you, man. I'll come at you, man. But it's like, when I'm canceling you, like, like for example, some people are canceled and they and they didn't even like they didn't even know that they were canceled and they just got canceled and then it's like they find out like long after people are canceling them people are shooting them like dms and people are like saying all manners of stuff to them and they're like oh shoot what did i do and then they realize it's something that he did like five years ago so it's like kind of like that um with cancel culture and i guess like that's where like i was trying to like understand with cancel culture where it's like you don't necessarily reach out or you're not necessarily going to this person but like you're going to this audience and then it's like from this audience that like the feed is coming in so it's like okay, when when yeah all right i, I uh, okay see all right all right here's here's a great thing like all right so canceling like the whole thing about cancel culture that john's talking about is like years ago michael b jordan made a comment saying my preference my preference on woman is not is not african-american woman or this that and the third he didn't bash them he just said it mm. years later he's still getting dragged or canceled for his opinion that's whack right now my whole thing is they would date who date who you want to don't black don't bash black woman in the process of dating who you want to i don't think he did but he's still getting dragged for it like anytime uh, anytime uh, opinion on like you know black men with black women or black because it's always a back and forth on the TL it's it's, it's relentless but, but it's like, <laughs> there's still every time there's an opinion and he speaks up about it they want him to speak up like they were like oh what's your stance on this and he still gets can and he's still trying to get canceled oh you said you're doing this oh this then the third and then you see hashtag or Michael B. Jordan like just shutting on like Twitter for like you know like a whole good like 11 hours or 12 hours that is the cancel culture that's like you know dumb for no reason and people are just finding a reason to be mad because it's twitter and everyone wants to be keyboard warriors behind twitter but when it comes face to face you're not going to say that to michael and jordan anything. you're going to want you're going to want to be silent say trigger fingers ton of twitter fingers exactly, exactly. honestly you're gonna, you're gonna be asking for you're gonna be asking for his autograph, and you're gonna want to be taking pictures with him if he pulls up at your college on a movie set. Like that's like I, like sooner or later, as soon as you see him, all those things are gonna go in one ear and out the other. It's like against Jujutsu. You're gonna be putting like you know it's a school me. It's, it's gonna be gone. But um, but yeah, yeah, that's what I think about. Oh my fault, bro. But that's what I think about cancer culture. Is like a lot yeah. of it's most of it's like it's a bunch of people that's insecure about certain parts of themselves when people don't I, I talk about that in some way they get mad about it and everybody else to be mad about it right. like in my opinion I don't care about what a, a celebrity is dating in my opinion so I believe you can date a white person a black person be whoever you want that doesn't matter to me you don't know me I don't know you you're just a celebrity but like most people care more about it but then they should it's like 
most it's like most most times cancel culture is they're canceling someone based off their opinions and if they're and and then again context is also key like a day with someone if your opinion was racist then by all means go like you 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 need to be a, a hold accountable for your like words because people in power their words hold power if you're a celebrity your words hold power if you're in the and if, if you're in a position of power your opinions reflect on your company and everything you've done up until then that's why you know like harvey weinstein he had to go like every like his like like he canceled them cancel all of them ray fine and danny opinions on the other hand are like someone's like getting canceled because they made a like you know a height opinion or a weight opinion or something that like twitter is full of opinions until it's not until it's opinion that doesn't match yours like yeah. twitter is a place for opinions and so it's put on a plaque with what exactly <laughs> so it's like oh i like it i'm gonna say my opinion all day but until it's someone else's opinion it's like oh i don't like this let's just get the band of merry like men and take you down and then that's where it starts to get into like the yeah, that's uh, like the cancel culture. So that's my final stance on it. Don't cancel off the dumb opinions. Don't. Because opinions change, but the effects of cancel culture don't change. So you can say I dumb, would... but like don't ban their account. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, come on. Everybody deserves grace because if God didn't give us grace, we all be going to hell. So. Axe. You're going to hell in a blank. He said, I mean, you can, cancel, you can cancel the man, man, but don't make him lose his job, man. I mean, shit, man. You white hard, bro. Uh, stop it. Yo, I can't with your stop. voice, bro. I'm about to ban you from the chat, bro. Stop it, guys. I'm going to try to I'm going to try to lower it when I edit the podcast, but... <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, lower his like. I don't know. How how about now? How about now? Shoot, I can do it myself. Hold on, I got Discord open. Wait, wait. <laughs> <laughs> wait, how about, how about how about now? How about now? Just put that server mute on that. Yep. And then, uh... <laughs> mute it. That's foul. Guys, this may got me hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh i can't i'm trying uh, anyway uh, um, all right let's move on our next topic is about 2020 and how it's continuing to surprise us every single day and this is josh's Most topic people. Like it's like chase it's like chasing the positive of 2020 because you know you know 2020 this fall has been this far has been you know one giant train wreck after the but 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 no no let me finish like you know you see that SpongeBob episode when Sandy was chasing SpongeBob and Patrick for making fun of Texas it's like that you just keep on getting roped after roped after roped. <laughs> but it's like you gotta it's like you gotta look at the positives like you know it's i know it's hard because you know so many things have happened so many people have died so many of our beloved people have died 
rest in peace, Chadwick Boseman, soon. Absolutely. But it's like so it's like while all you're focusing on like the like while the negatives are happening, it's like you need to focus on the positives, on where you are, how this time has allowed you to grow as a person. Because if nothing else, this has this has granted us time. And the best thing about it is not everyone has luxury of time. And not everyone has luxury of being still. Because like, while we're doing this, there are countries that are still going through just like chaos and like uprising. So the thing is, while we may have it like bad right now, other people have it so much worse. And oh, and then this time that's given us is to reflect on the positives that this has given us. Like we wouldn't have been starting this if it was for quarantine. True. Like, that's true. This podcast would not be a thing if it wasn't for a quarantine. So we have we have that to look forward to. Um, we have that to be thankful for. We have, you know, more time with God. He, like, it's still. 100%. Like, we're still. We're still. And in a place with, you know, in a world that's constantly moving, like, especially, like, New York City. They say New York City is a city that never sleeps. There are pictures where New York has been just vacant. Like, Times Square has been vacant. It's like, it's like the time has stopped, but God's love for us hasn't stopped. Mm-hmm. So, like all the like every everything that everything that you look for that you know because people look for the negatives. It's how news. It's how news is news. News is like ninety percent of the news is negative. Like that's just that's just how it's gonna be because it's gonna be, it's a story. No one's gonna want to see like oh someone so had a like a huge birthday balloon like party. It's like it was all no like that that's a that's a feel good story, but that's not the story that's gonna get the clicks and incite like you know terror or oh what's the next thing that's gonna happen in 2020 and while we joke and it's like oh what's next it's like that's actually what generates clicks but you know the fun like the best thing is you know knowing where you're at reading the bible a lot more like focusing on like yourself because again if nothing else it, you could focus the grind the grind like it, trust me if you have been, like, if you have been doing nothing during this quarantine then i, I think I've, I've heard like if you're not doing anything during this quarantine then it's like you can't say you never had time Right, you, you, never, you got six months. Six months. Exactly. You never had time from like, and even if you're in college, come on, like college and school at home, you get on for like an hour, you get off. You could be doing so many different things. You could be doing so many different projects. You could be reading so many different Bible scriptures that you just have to do. So again, if nothing else, the thing that I'm positive for is that it gave us time. Yes, sir. That's facts. That's something that I've, I've been like convicted on actually because... I recognize that and I recognize that like I do have more time than ever and I have grown and I have like grown a lot and matured a lot and gotten closer to God and all that type of stuff. But at the same time, it's I feel like for me it's different because we're stuck in like well we're not we're not stuck, but we're like we're confined watching like trying to better ourselves while at the same time watching the world just go to complete hell mm-hmm. and, and and it's weird and it's weird because you can like like i feel good most days but then i still like remember that there's all this stuff going on oh yeah definitely and it's like <clears throat> and, the, the, and that's part, part of the reason why i was talking about uh, prior to when, before we started about like me wanting to like move back to philly and whatever because like I don't know. I just I I get that when I, that normal for what it was before is like God now. 
Like we're never going to go back to the way that things were. But I do want the freedom to be able to go out into the world and like see what that new thing is. Like like what that new normal is going to look like. That's the that's the thing that's been hitting me is that I don't even I don't even I don't even have the we don't even have the freedom to move forward. Whereas mm. um at least in the in the greater sphere of things like ourselves and ourselves and our spirits we're bettering ourselves and our spirits but we but we can't better like the world yet and we can't like move forward from this that's what's been hitting me but i do feel that and i'm definitely like appreciative always for like you know nobody in my family has like lost their jobs my my parents are both alive like my brothers are alive every, my cousins are like every, everyone's good so i definitely you know thank god every day for that cuz i know there's mad people that don't have that luxury like like my mom just turned 44 last week like many people didn't they get didn't get to see that age sure yes yes 44 wait do, do yes tell me 44 tell me you're not muted in there you can this guy yeah i mean look I don't know man. I just um this will definitely be a time that we'll get to like recount to like our kids like like our grandkids and yeah, it'll just like this has definitely been a weird season. I feel like we talked about this in like episode 2 I think, but just how I feel like God had to destroy the way that everything was so that way when we're released back out we can rebuild it because like cuz cuz think about it like there's there's a whole generation of kids or not kids of adults that are our age who are like us also also like following God and following Jesus that will go back out into the world and help to rebuild it and i feel like that wouldn't have happened if you know if 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 normal was like was still there like i feel like god had to destroy normal before he would let it before he let us back out basically so that way so we can help rebuild basically god had the earth on a table and what he did was he shook it a little bit <laughs> he said shake the table right it needed to be done for real cuz honestly he threw I, will, us- mm-hmm. i will say through this quarantine bro and then like and through everything even though like you say like so many bad things that happen at the same time but i mean if you if you can go through this and tell you and say that no good things happen to you at all then i was like damn like i mean that's, that's tough Cause i can't i can never say myself that no good things happen to me bro. like i mean i think i'm getting I'm, I'm thankful for the quarantine because i learned a lot and improved a lot in a lot of my craft and I, i'm blessed for that and plus a lot of this uh the changes in the government and stuff and racial tensions and all that stuff although as bad as they are at the same time we're probably making progress and trying to get those solved It's like you know there's so much you know all those bad happens like right right on low but like at some point you know the high was coming after you know it's like a roller coaster you know there's always the lows and highs this is lays between the low for most but i mean at the same time the high is coming so you can be hopeful even if your year isn't as good as you want it to be you know so that's how i see how the year went yeah <clears throat> i remember i remember a lot of pastors were talking about how 2020 would be the year of vision which uh-huh. it still is like people, like like people now see the world for what it really is and not for like the way that people try to like romanticize it like this is how life is for a lot of people 
they don't have the option to uh to like see outside of their outside of the outside of their circumstances like bro this whole quarantine has kind of showed me that like we're like adults now like i remember um one of my friends got engaged and is, and is moving to to cali um another one of my friends is moving down to atlanta with her boyfriend and like josh are you hearing this bro <laughs> yeah and like <laughs> um and was like just like was that a shot i heard are you trying to see josh yeah, Cody, bro? Trying to... damn bro that's crazy. Oh, hold on wait john tell me you talking i'm coming after you tell me well, josh you got a shorty no oh i don't no, he that's the that's oh. that was a shot. That was a shot of Tim was shooting low key. Yo, Tim was gonna wallow mm. with that, yo. Yo, John, 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 you tell me for a second. Actually, for like five minutes. Hey, yo, you guys, <laughs> you guys are just making it too deep. It's not that deep, bro. It's not that deep. Come on, man. You came at that man crazy. You gotta hold that. Put him back in detention. You came at that man crazy, yo. You can win that, yo. All right, say so but for real though, like, and I was just thinking, like, all my friends are making these big moves that, like, are like adult size moves. So, so once I get out, I know that I can do the same because, like, I'm 19, I'm an adult now, so I can, like, like, I can do those things too if 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 I wanted to. But when, well, of course, I would need a girl first, so you know. Right. But, um, <laughs> but, <clears throat> but it's true. It's like. Once we get out, we can do whatever we set our mind to, regardless of what those things are. So, once we so what once we do get out, which I hope is, um, for I hope for like for second semester because that's that's six months from now. At least but, by twenty twenty one, yo. Like yeah. at least at, at least twenty twenty one. At least twenty twenty one. Like twenty twenty, I kind of accepted. I'm gonna be in quarantine for or at least like have the virus for but like at, at least 2021 we can like i can like see my friends uh, again and stuff like that yeah right especially like 2021 like no not 2021 like no 2021 is going to be the year that we put what we learned in 2020 during quarantine into in the, action in the action exactly uh, in the action. I, i've been doing I've, I've been doing nothing since you know taking notes i've been you know attending church i've been listening to um what's it i've been listening to transformation church i've been listening mm. to i've been reading you know michael i've been reading michael todd's relationship book over again to you know catchings if i didn't miss it the first time yeah. i've read like the, I'm reading again you know, like the five, i've read the five love languages for singles bro i've, I've been on the grind yo real yeah. talk i've been on the same like way <laughs> all right i mean I Emma, you got it you got it so what oh, i said tell me that speak your piece yeah man i mean like 2020 is yeah man i mean like like 2020 is like you know <laughs> you sound like a surfer <laughs> but yeah um it, it does has um have its ups and its downs you know and i think like we spoke about this last time you know when you focus so much on the downsides that you totally miss all the good times and all the good things that have come up and you know like I said, like, I still have this hope that, you know, something amazing is going to happen. And like, I can't necessarily write off the year till the year is over. And, you know, I have good history now under my belt. Like, 
who can say like they lived through 2020 like i can say that facts when i have um, kids i'm like telling them the story of the year 2020 it's like it sounds like even the name alone sounds like a movie it's like 2020 basically basically all i'm saying is now 2020 is everything we expected 2012 to be <laughs> yeah, <that's correct. laughs> that's facts yeah it's, uh... it, 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 everything we expected 2012 to be because you know the whole movie 2012 yeah, yeah. that's right now I, half of cali is burning which is you know what was literally in the movie because you know they had the volcano eruption Cali. Yeah. You hear about that, bro? Bro, it's literally orange over there, bro. No, 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 no. Not, um, not today. Like, like I know that. I know that in real life it is, but like in the movie. Yeah, in the movie, oh, 2012. Yeah. So you, so you remember when the homeboy was up at the like mountains saying you heard it first from Charlie? Oh, that's when the, the snap! Whole, yeah. That's when the whole, that's when the volcano, like the volcano was started to like erupt and like, uh, yeah, the volcano, and then you had all the fire everywhere and like the lava that was yeah, that was in Cali. Oh dang! Look at that. That's crazy. I mean, I guess this is a good transition into our next topic about like how school has been. Cause when school first started for me, I was like, "Let me just get through this 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 year so I can like get to Christmas break and then hopefully get back to campus." But when you do that, it's like there's so much that you miss because you're focused so much on let me just get through it all that you miss like the valuable lessons and like the valuable stuff like i'm learning a ton of stuff about like like illustrator and design and stuff like that and <clears throat> ultimately that's what i'm working towards so i can't just be like let me just just blow it off because of how the year has been like like uh, y'all can't see my desk but it's like mad filthy because like, i got a bunch of designs and sketches and whatever on it and like I, all I'm trying to say is that um, don't like write off the things that you're experiencing now because of how because of how you're experiencing them. Because at some point, like what Josh said, in in 2021, we're gonna be back, and we're gonna and we're gonna have to apply the things that we learned in quarantine to there. So instead of focusing on that, focus focus on the now and take it day by day and know that you know every day that you're alive and that you're working on either school or job or whatever the case is or if you're resting if god called you if god has called you to rest then go ahead and rest but um if you're like if you're doing something every day and if you're waking up every day to just live in the moment because even though the moment's crazy you won't get that chance once we're back out in the world again at least not at least not not to this degree because the world's going to keep on moving once we're back out and you're not going to have this thing so what I said, hopefully not to this degree again, but you never know. Yeah. I mean, right. and don't rule it out. Like, you know, make time to, to reflect every day, make time to pray every day, like make time to, to mentally stimulate yourself, but also to, to take advantage of this time because now folks have nothing but time. Thanks. Even if you're in, in school, like I, I'm in a school and I'm busy all, all the time, but like I have more time now than I did when I was a freshman. Cause I, I, I wasn't walking to class, walking back from class, going to get food, going to wing night. Josh, you know what I'm talking about, uh, and like all that other I stuff. Chinatown every damn Friday, right, Timmy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Bon chicken every weekend, right, bro? Yeah. And that was, uh oh, shoot. Bon chicken, you lucky. I'm gonna check it. Yeah, that was terrible. Yo, and cookie though, I missed that man. Woo, and oh, I missed that. 
Bro, bro, I had to go on a retreat from chocolate for like John. How long did I stop eating chocolate for? It was quite a long time. Yeah, it was quite a while, I think bro, like right before I came back home. Yeah, make that sound elegant. Just say you were fasting with chocolate. Then I went on a retreat with. <laughs> Do you know how crazy he was with chocolate, yo? This dude was the most out of pocket person to have chocolate in his room, yo. He had like chocolate club to everything, bro. He was eating like chocolate cake. I was like, yo, this man is out of pocket with this much chocolate in the room. I'm the roommate, so I'm seeing this man just, just chomping down chocolate every day. I'm like, yo, you got diabetes. Yeah. He's like, no, but it's key. And I'm like, yo, <laughs> minute, yo. And I'm like, yo, we gotta put the chocolate down. Like, we have to, we have to stop. I'm saying is, if Dang. we ever become roommates, I'm locking in a, in a, um, in a safe. Bro, there was a insomnia <laughs> cookie under. There was a insomnia cookie underneath my dorm building, like on the first floor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Morgan's that, That's just like Kung Fu tea. Oh, you got Kung Fu tea downstairs in our building, yeah. I don't know how I didn't get fat. In <laughs> I, I was literally eating insomnia every week. I would pick it up on Monday. I would get I would get the dozen, and I would and I would just eat a, one cookie a day until I until I had to re up. John, what was that deal for insomnia that we were doing? It was like you get like this amount of free cookies, so I just kept doing it, and we just kept eating cookies. Yeah, it was like buy one order, get three free, and like we so we get like a dozen, but it's like fifteen. I mean, <laughs> I, I, all, every time, all the time. Yeah, that's that's what I miss. Honestly, it's 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 less about like school and more about like just the social scene. Cause I, cause I, I live in the suburbs, right? Like, ain't nothing going on around here. I live in the suburbs. There's nothing going on around here. Like, the place that when I was I said. Oh, Josh gotta go. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, all right. We can we, we can go ahead and, and end it there. So, thank y'all for coming to episode seven of MOG. I'm sorry that we couldn't get to your questions again, like we promised last time. But Josh, Josh, Josh had to go. God dang. Anyway, we'll get to your questions in the next episode. We promise. Um, there's no real timeline for these right now because of how school is, but we're gonna try to do these as soon as as soon as we as we can. Sure. But thank you. But thank y'all for coming. We love you. We appreciate you. Stay blessed. Stay healthy. Wear your freaking masks, please. Map. And we'll see y'all on the next on the next one.